Hello, welcome back to Sextras. Where we talk about sex and all the extras. I'm Honey and I'm an Aquarius. I'm Maria and I'm a Taurus. Oh my god. <laughs> Let us know if we're stereotypical Tauruses and Aquarius. <laughs> In the comments <laughs> below. <laughs> Except there are no comments. <laughs> Yeah, but you can leave us reviews on Apple Podcasts or Podchaser. So make sure you do that and tell all your friends to listen and leave reviews. And anyway. make sure you subscribe so you get to hear our amazingly fun facts every single week. It's the <laughs> highlight of the episode and you can't deny it. <laughs> of course. How else will you get to know us? Our fun facts are just so interesting. We're going to have to start coming up with like other people's facts just so they're more fun because we're just running out. We're really running out. <laughs> okay well this week we are talking about long distance relationships and we're gonna play a little game of how far is too far we asked you guys what some of the ridiculous things you have done for love are or the furthest you have gone for love or for a shag and we're gonna tell you what we think about if it's too far or not far enough or just right (laughs) so first one snuck in through the window for a shag classic nah you're good (laughs) not too far (laughs) not far enough not far enough <laughs> depends how high how high the window is you know yeah was it like first floor or was it a third floor you know yeah because then i guess like yeah that, good good job you know you went far enough yeah but i mean would i do it i would uh, i don't really like climbing <laughs> <laughs> neither do i <laughs> okay i'm not well... very skilled yeah, I feel like this is this is good. You're good. You're good. Okay. Next one. Traveled halfway across the world. Cute. This is very far. Far enough. <laughs> Definitely yeah. far enough. I mean, would I do it? I guess I would. I mean, yeah, I yeah, would do this. I would. I would definitely do this. Oh, would you? Would you definitely do this, honey? Except I can't, because... <laughs> Trump fucked it up for me, so so cute. Well, I mean, Love that man. COVID, COVID fucked it up for you. I mean, yeah, COVID fucked it up for me. But like, why is the travel ban still in place? He's actually stupid. He just put the travel ban, and he was like, "Oh, that was enough to stop COVID," but it's not. <laughs> not far enough, yeah. Trump. <laughs> 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 oh, okay, <laughs> snuck out of a hotel on a school trip in year 10 to meet some sexy Italian boys and ruined my ankle jumping out the window. <laughs> I feel like anything that involves injury is far enough. And windows. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think I, I'm a bit scared of the jumping out the window. Like, how high was the window? Yeah, why are you jumping? Like, be careful. 
Don't <laughs> risk you your life your for sex, up, sweetie. You know? Especially if you're in year 10. Like, it's not even going to be good. Some people are really into that, though. Like, they love the adrenaline. They love the chase. It's all part of the experience. <sighs> Got a guy's rehearsal call sheet for a play he was in so we could casually run into each other. <laughs> I mean, I feel like this is quite, like, regular kind of creepy gal things. <laughs> <laughs> I remember when I really liked this girl at school. And uh, and I was, like, trying to find out all of her lessons so I could do, like, a timetable of all her yeah. lessons and where she was at, like, all day. Yeah, I feel like... <laughs> <laughs> to find out where someone is, you do just have to be a bit creepy, but it's not, like, bad intentioned <laughs> or anything, so I feel like it's fine. Like, it's not too far, <laughs> I would say. Yeah, I think that's so But funny. then I think it depends what you do when you run into each other that makes it too far, you know? <laughs> <laughs> it's just about creating opportunities for yourself, Yeah, you true. Know? Giving yourself a shot. At shooting, you're just being crafty. (laughs) Someone else said, sucked someone's toes. Delicious. Uh. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it depends how much you dislike feet. I feel like this depends on the person. I really don't dislike feet that much, so. I mean, I would kind of want to know the situation. If it's like someone has a foot fetish and the only way that they would fuck you is if you involve their feet in it too i mean that's i mean i feel far. like no one's out there like, being that's like, kind of like I'll shoving your king with you if you do my kink <laughs> <laughs> you know <laughs> but maybe they are um snuck out of my house and taken my doorknob off so no one could get into my room that's like even sneaking out of the house to me is like taking a little like you know taking that risk you're already like putting yourself on the line just for a shag but like this is this is kind of like going the next level like it's quite it's a lot smarter take the doorknob off no one can come in but i mean it's like commitment you're really like going for it it's risky as fuck i've never snuck out of the house but yeah i can't relate basically so yeah for me this is like (laughs) I do get if you have strict parents, it's kind of a big thing. Yeah. I mean, it's clever to take the doorknob off. Here's some tips and tricks. (laughs) Okay, so do you think this is too far? No, I don't think it's too far. Okay. Someone else said, paid over £50 for Ubers to shag people an hour and a half away from my house. I mean, yeah. Was it £50 there and back? Like, that's ridiculous. 50 pounds both ways even that is a lot you know like 25 pounds both yeah ways. even that is a lot or maybe like 20 pounds one way 30 pounds the other. with Serge <laughs> uh, or it could be <laughs> <laughs> or 10 and 40 um, or 5 and 45 I think it's too far I think going an hour and a half away is too far. Yeah, an hour and a half it's is so far. Ridiculous. Like, find someone closer. I mean, says you that goes like to the other side of the world for a shag. I mean, I didn't go there <laughs> for a shag. I went there for my study abroad. <laughs> 
do you mean? <laughs> Actually, it says me. It says me that I went to Paris for like three days yeah. just because I couldn't hack yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. It says you. <laughs> but, I mean, I feel like if it's last resort, then yeah, fine. Like, if you have no one else to shag. But if you have other options, don't be going an hour and a half. And there's always other options. You just have to find them. Yeah, I mean... Like, have I done it? I probably have. But would I do it again? No. I mean, would I? Probably yes. But, like... I mean, no, I would never go to (laughs) the other side of London for a shag. Like, that's just so far. It's so far. I feel like I would. Actually, no, I have done that. I'm completely lying. Yeah, but desperate... Exactly. Desperate times call for desperate I was thinking would I go all the way to, like, East London for a shag. And no, but I've been to North London, so maybe that's just as far. But you know Hampstead is, like, ten miles, so that's kind of far. Yeah, just Either way, it's too too far. far. Anyway. (laughs) (laughs) gone to a trap house of a drug dealer and shagged in the disgusting bathroom or in front of some random sleeping guy (laughs) i mean everything about this is too far the trap house the drug dealer the disgusting bathroom and in front of someone i wouldn't (laughs) I wouldn't either. I think, I, I feel like I would just feel unsafe. I'm not saying that all drug dealers are, like, bad people, because I'm sure they're not. Um, <laughs> but I just feel like I would feel scared. Fair. <laughs> but I'm scared of everything. So. I feel you were scared of nothing. <laughs> yeah, I'm not scared of, like, spiders and things like that, but, like, I am scared of, like, walking home at night. yeah that's fair but what girl isn't scared of walking home at night no one yeah but that's what i mean like i'm scared of things like getting kidnapped and raped and killed and like those kinds of things but i'm not really scared of like spiders or the dark yeah okay fair but i think those are reasonable things more fun facts for you guys (laughs) which is really bashing them out today you're so lucky (laughs) okay so yeah too far i think is the conclusion someone else said gotten into a stranger's car when he asked for my number um yeah too far just don't don't put yourself in don't get into strangers it's not a good idea cheated on someone this is an interesting start yeah deep i mean i guess like that is like doing something dumb for a shot you're putting your relationship on the line (sighs) this is a heavy shit (sighs) yeah too far there's no case where this could definitely too far not far enough except there are those people that are like you don't own the person you're in a relationship with like i'm i don't know i think we should do an episode on cheating yeah yeah but if you discuss this in greater detail (laughs) yeah no i think we definitely should do an episode on cheating and also i was just gonna say what if they meant like okay what if it's cheated on someone but they did it for love Mm, not for a shag so they cheated but like it's because like they were falling for someone else but then again like you don't have to cheat you still don't have to cheat it is just too far i mean but Mm. also people are imperfect anyway so you know yeah, I mean, I don't think that it's, like, the worst thing. As in, like, it is pretty bad, but 
people make mistakes and not everyone's perfect and like people get carried yeah. away and shit like that and I, I understand that but anyway we can do a whole episode on cheating but yeah too okay. far someone else said went to church every sunday for a girl this is ridiculous like that is a lot <laughs> ridiculous <laughs> i love how this is the one i felt most strongly about out of all of them absolutely yeah. no i mean i feel like i wouldn't do it but i, I don't think it's too far because I think that if you're someone that doesn't have a strong stance on on religion, I feel like we have kind of a strong yeah. stance and like we're not like we're not against religion, but like we're just not really the kind of people that would be interested in people that took religion really I mean, seriously. Yeah, I just because it just wouldn't be wouldn't a compatible be like we just wouldn't like regardless of if it's a church or like any religion, like I wouldn't I just don't think i could overlook that fundamental difference but yeah i get what you're saying Mm. but there's yeah but then there's people that are really religious that like they wouldn't be with someone that wouldn't take part in their faith which i also understand but it's just like not the kind of person i would ever date and i'm sure they wouldn't want to date me so i mean like kudos to this person but i do i don't know ugh remember when he came to church with my family. yeah i was gonna say literally the only time i've ever been to church is with your family ever <laughs> i did that for you you did it for me yeah. you should feel you did so it for blessed me. and honored i just love you so much <laughs> that i went to church with you i do feel blessed it was such a surreal <laughs> experience we weren't even like we had just become friends as well like it wasn't like yeah, we weren't that close. <laughs> yeah, and I literally had met your family maybe like twice and I was like, what is happening? <laughs> why did you come? You should have I know, just I could have just left. I don't know why I didn't just leave. <laughs> I don't know, to be honest, but yeah. <laughs> but actually, in <laughs> Sex and the City, the very factual TV show. Oh, yeah. Charlotte uh, yeah. goes to church for Trey and then look how that turned out. No, it's not church. Is it synagogue? No, it's church. It's Presbyterian. Or she is Presbyterian and he's something else. Anyway, either way, she goes to church for him. And then it all goes to shit because then he, like, takes baths in the same room as his mum, who's called Bunny, which is a sick name. But it's just (laughs) weird as fuck. (laughs) So, yeah, I think everyone should take sex and city's (laughs) advice and not do this. Yeah, I wouldn't, like, pick up... A, like, I don't know. I wouldn't want to, like, take part in, a, like, in someone else's faith, I don't think. I don't think I could date someone that's super religious. I, I think I could date someone that's religious. And, like, even that practices it. But as long as they don't really care about the way yeah. I live my life. Like, it doesn't... They don't think less of me or anything like that. Or, like, it's not, like, basically the main part of their life. Because I just... I couldn't. I yeah, that's couldn't. fair. I mean, maybe it's kind of because hypocritical. Because we wouldn't see eye to eye. Because, like, there are things that I do feel really strongly about, like, politics, that I do, like, push on my boyfriend. But, I mean, is that different? No, but I I think that pushing things on people isn't, like, necessary. The thing is, like, I wouldn't want to date someone that's pushing religion on me. I just wouldn't even put myself in that position. Because I just don't... Like, it's not interesting. Whereas, like, politics or something like that... It's kind of different, like... Yeah, it does affect your day-to-day life. Like, it affects everything to do with your life. 
So does religion, though. Like, if you if you're really religious, yeah. But I think, or like, even if you're slightly religious, like faith is everything. Yeah, to yeah, yeah. Sometimes. No, I completely get what you mean. But I mean, politics affects like every single aspect of your life. Like, it affects the schools you can go to, the food you can buy, your protection in the world, like all of those kinds of things. Whereas I do completely get that people's lives are like wrapped around religion but I feel like it it is very much a personal choice and a personal belief rather I'm not I'm not I'm not trying to like invalidate that people believe in God and people really think that like God is real but I mean maybe I'm just digging myself into a hole but I think you can't (laughs) ignore the fact that politics has an impact on your life even if you're one of those people that says our oh, politics doesn't affect me you you're just lying because it does i think it's just about like what you think is important you want to want to date someone that doesn't care about politics and that like you couldn't talk about it with and someone that is really religious probably wouldn't want to date you yeah because you don't care about religion yeah exactly so it's i think it's just about like what your priorities and their priorities are so i don't know i don't think it's too far but I think you do. <laughs> I think it's quite far. It's not the most far, but I like I can understand why someone would do it, but personally this is too far for me. Fair enough. Um gone to complete strangers' houses whose names I don't even know. I mean, yeah, isn't this kind of what one night stands are? Yeah, I mean I don't think it's too far, but like when you kinda of start to think about it, like it is a bit dark. Yeah, I mean, he has so many horror stories. <laughs> like, it sounds kind of dangerous. Like, you should probably find out their name yeah, just in case but... something bad happens, you know? <laughs> kind of a safety net. Yeah. But yeah. yeah, I don't think this is too far. Just be safe. Mm. Someone else said, got into fights with my friends. Yeah, can relate to this. Um, <laughs> I mean, I feel like... Uh, I don't think it's I don't think, I it's, don't think too it's too far either. Like, sometimes your friend doesn't get on with your partner and that's okay and maybe they disagree with certain aspects and I feel like no one should be digging too far into something that isn't their business unless they're really just looking out for you so yeah I mean I feel like if you're fighting with your friends like for love I feel like you're fighting for your relationship and then you're fighting for your friendships if you get into a fight it's like yeah it's because like if it's a constant thing for, do you know what I mean it just like shows that you care um but yeah I do think yeah I think that it can be really bad if like let's say it's like a problem of it's either your relationship or your friends because it's so fundamentally like it's causing so much tension and so many problems and all of yeah. this stuff and it's different but yeah i don't think yeah it's well far. you can listen to our episode on this you gotta get with my friends and hear more about our thoughts on mixing friendships and relationships mm-hmm. next one flew six thousand kilometers away yeah no. Is this for a shag? For Is this a for shag. For love? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. For a shag, it's like a little yeah, bit Yeah, unless you're like super rich and you don't care about the planet. <laughs> <laughs> for love, I feel like it's not... Yeah, it's, it's fine. fine. It's, it's not fine. too far. Someone asked, does saying you love them count? This person's... <laughs> damaged (laughs) (laughs) no because it's like 
you said you love them for a shower. Oh, fuck. I mean, yeah, that also makes them damaged. Like, me <laughs> fucked up. That's so deep. <laughs> that's so deep. Or if it's like, you say you love them for love, that's kind of sad. That one's kind of sad because then it's like, oh, like, you don't, I don't know. Both are, like, manipulative yeah. and both are kind of sad. Yeah, I mean... <laughs> Don't tell someone you love them just because you want to shag them. Like, that's not cool. Don't be playing with people's <laughs> feelings just to fuck them. Like, please, please. It's so unnecessary. What if you say it accidentally during sex? <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, if you say it accidentally, obviously that's a different thing. But planning in your head, oh, I'm going to say I love them. So then they'll sleep with me is very different. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Well, that yeah. concludes too far. our <laughs> stories for How Far Is Too Far. Thanks for playing, guys. Let us know if you enjoyed this segment and if there's any other kind of segments you want to see or if you want us to bring any other segments that we've already done back. And yeah, we just want to do what you guys enjoy listening to so we'd love to hear your feedback yes and thank you so much for your submissions we like love reading yeah it's so entertaining to us this is why we started this podcast (laughs) because we want it to be interactive and we want to hear everyone's stories Okay, so going back to the topic of the week, we asked you guys in a poll on Instagram whether you would be in a long-distance relationship, and we had some very interesting results, didn't we, Maria? Yes, we we had pretty surprising results, I would say. Basically, the result, it was 50-50, but literally at the start of the poll, when the poll just went up, it was... 100 zero for a while and then it was like always on the definitely no yeah i kind of expected it to be definitely no yeah i thought that it would be at least a little bit of a majority no because i feel like life is crazy (laughs) (laughs) yeah you're just hit with all these unexpected moments first the pandemic (laughs) now this poll (laughs) how will we go (laughs) (laughs) maybe we're kind of pessimistic though like i feel like it's not that no because okay well let's let's unpack this then because (laughs) i feel like you wouldn't say that you want to be in a long distance relationship unless you're in a situation where you're kind of just forced into one you know like no one's really sitting at home thinking, oh, you know what I'd really love? I'm going to find someone like halfway across the world I feel like there who are I love, people like but that. I can't see. You know what? I feel like there I mean, are yeah, people maybe. like that. But um, yeah, maybe. no, true. Well, this is what someone said. They said, I think it's easy to say you wouldn't until you're in love with someone who has to live far away from you, which I just think that like perfectly sums it up. I think that rings true to a lot of people. Mm. I think that there are people that are a definite no forever, but like I do think if you fall in love with someone and then it just so happens that you have to live far away, most of those times I'm sure you'll choose them. Like if you love them enough or, or not enough, because I don't think that not staying with someone because of long distance <laughs> doesn't mean you don't love them enough. But I do think that yeah people are willing to make bigger sacrifices for like something that's really great or whatever yeah I kind of wouldn't go into a long distance relationship 
I don't think if I wasn't in love with them already. Like, mm. I just don't see that as a... Like, how can you make it work? I just don't know how that would work. But yeah. to the people that do make it work, like, good job. I mean, I think that if you... Like, what if you really, you meet someone and you really like them? Like, I've, I've been thinking about this. I'm just kind of like, what if I really liked someone and I just met them or whatever? Would I really go on this long distance relationship? I guess you can just give everything a go. Like, I don't know. I would give pretty much everything a go. But I don't mm, yeah, particularly I think it would work for me necessarily. Yeah. <laughs> um, Can't relate. <laughs> Wait, should we read some of the other things uh, people said? Yeah, okay. So, someone said, never again. (laughs) Fair, I feel like you are kind of scarred if it doesn't work out. Like, it was just kind of a waste of time, maybe. Like, I would think that. Mm. But, yeah, I feel like you learn a lot. You learn a lot of valuable skills from a long distance relationship like you learn a lot of trust and a lot of communication but we're gonna get into that a bit later Mm. yeah someone sent us their like little long distance story they said i think long distance is so frowned upon and people are so scared of it like i was too i was initially against it but then i realized it's my only option covid is the reason i'm in a long distance relationship since march then my partner got a job that requires traveling all the time In contrast to what I thought it was going to be like, it's actually the best relationship I've ever been in and the long distance part doesn't affect me that much. It makes it so much more exciting when we see each other. It makes phone calls and texts more meaningful. It just makes us value the relationship and any contact we have so much more. Long distance has also been great because we can surprise one another by turning up or flying in without letting them know, sending presents, etc. Hopefully I won't be in a long-distance relationship forever, but these last few months have changed my perspective on it forever. Nice. Yeah, that's so Yeah, helpful. I kind of like what she's saying, like, she won't be in a long-distance relationship forever because you don't go into a long-distance relationship expecting it's going to be forever, and I think that's what people forget when they think about, or when they thought about the question that we asked. Mm. Like, it's not a long-term solution, hopefully. Like, hopefully it's just a temporary thing. Mm. And it's kind of a way of bridging the gap between those periods of when you can be together. So I think it's, yeah, it's difficult. But like she said, you know, you have a lot of different ways of contact. It's just a different kind of relationship. It's not... Any less valuable, I don't think. I think I like that she was basically saying that it makes it more valuable in a sense, like just the time they spend together, blah, blah, blah. But we're going to get into that too. Yes. Someone else wrote, I was in one for almost two years. It was so toxic. All he really did was bring me down. I think long distance is more than achievable, but my ex was just an asshole. <laughs> I kind of regret spending my first year of uni with such a prick, but you live and you learn, I guess. <laughs> yeah, I think this is quite a common issue that people have is that when they go to uni, like you've maybe been dating someone for like a year or a couple of years and then all of a sudden you go to uni and then it's like so new and it's so different having to deal with that new environment and then also being in a long distance relationship and I feel like that can cause a lot of problems, especially if your ex is an arsehole. (laughs) 
doesn't help but yeah <laughs> yeah I really feel for you <laughs> when I went to university I was like I just don't understand the people that can go to university with a boyfriend and then I met like three people in the first week they were like yeah I'm my boyfriend I still have a boyfriend like he goes somewhere else and I'm like okay well <laughs> why why are you doing this to yourself yeah it sounds kind of crazy to me like I don't think if even as a fresher I wouldn't have wanted to date someone that was still in school because you're just in a different stage of life so I just feel like it would make this weird dynamic between us I don't know I just don't or even if you're not at school like if they're at another uni yeah yeah yeah. no I but like I'm saying for me I just that's why I don't like dating people that are older or younger because I don't like feeling like we're not in the same in the same level <laughs> you know? I don't know yeah but that's not really about long distance you. sorry <laughs> that's just something about Maria yeah some more just fun another facts. fun fact I know you guys love the facts about me <laughs> this whole podcast is actually just an excuse for us to just say our own fun facts you know we just we don't actually care about sex and relationships we just want to talk about ourselves <laughs> someone else also said I never was a fan of distance but I met my current boyfriend and we just loved each other so much we made we made it work at first we saw each other on weekends because I lived an hour and a half away my boyfriend was deployed for six and a half months it was really hard at times and we tried to FaceTime when we could FaceTime sex and connection was honestly key as weird as that sounds when he got back we once he got back we couldn't take the distance anymore and we moved in together Oh, that's so cute. So cute. This makes me so happy that it was, like, successful because, you know, like, sometimes... Because I'm in a long-distance relationship, in case people don't already know this. And, like, sometimes I think it is easy to kind of get in your head and be like, oh, like, it's not going to work out. Like, this is all for nothing. Like, what if he goes back there and decides he doesn't want to be with me and then, like, I can't even say goodbye, you know, because we're so far away, blah, blah, blah. But, like, it's so nice to hear that they moved mm. in together. Like, it's a nice, happy, positive story. So yes. I think it's it's nice to know for people that are in a long-distance relationship that there is a positive end. Mm-hmm. Insight. On that note, honey, would you like to tell us a little, your little story, like summarize? Yeah. So, okay, so this is for our new listeners, but I did a study abroad in America last year in my second year of uni. And in my first week, I met this boy. He was like, oh, let me show you around, blah, 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 blah. And I had kind of witnessed what American dating culture was like by this point, even though it was a few days in, which blew my mind because all these people that I had literally met like two days before suddenly had boyfriends. And that's kind of what the dating culture Mm. is like. Like, It's very intense. It's all very sudden, kind of on and off. You don't know what's happening. Like I just couldn't keep up. Maybe it was just the people that I was hanging out with. Maybe it's not everyone in America. So I'm generalizing. And if I am, I'm sorry. But... So I met this guy and he was like, yeah, let me show you around. And I was like, sure. I gave him my Snapchat and we were like texting and Snapchatting for a couple of weeks. But I was kind of like, I was busy and I was there for school and I had made all these new friends. So I kind of just, it wasn't my main priority. I was kind of like, oh, I don't know if this is something that I want to get into. But then I was like, oh, you know what? Might as well just see what happens even if it's like nothing serious at least maybe like 
I'll have a little bit of a shag. <laughs> like, we'll be friends, you know, kind of would be nice. So I was like, yeah, fine. Went on a date with him, which is going to be like nearly a year when this episode comes out, which is like, oh my God, congratulations. Crazy. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I think our first date was on like the 8th of October, and this is coming out on the 6th. So. Everyone wish Crazy. Honey a happy anniversary on the 8th of October, guys. <laughs> yeah, so then obviously after my three months was up, we had spent all this time together. Like after our first date, pretty much we spent all our time together and we told each other we loved each other and all this stuff. We were kind of very attached, like saw each other every single day spent as much time as possible together and then I had to leave and I literally cried the whole way home I took a tincture of like weed oil before I got on the flight and I took a melatonin and I was like knocked out for the whole flight but I still cried the whole way and then as soon as I got off the plane I cried when I was in the like cab with my mom (laughs) and then I cried for like three weeks I was so sad so then I was meant to go see him in March But then guess what happened? COVID. So (laughs) (laughs) then it was seven months without us seeing each other. He was also meant to come here in June, but then his flight got cancelled too. And then obviously I couldn't go there because Trump travel ban in place. So it was seven months of not seeing each other. And that was just unlike anything else that like, I don't think I'll ever have to experience that ever again. I'm going to do everything I can to make sure I never have to experience (laughs) that again. Because I think that it really just aggravated a lot of things in our relationship. And we had only really known each other for like two and a half months. So it's not like we knew each other well enough to kind of negotiate communication in the best way and I think all the components of our relationship were just really aggravated the longer time went on the the harder it got really Mm -hmm. but then he came here in July finally for like two and a half months and he just left a week ago and that was equally as difficult as the first time I had Mm. to say goodbye like probably maybe harder but that is my experience with long distance. He lives in LA. I live here. It's like 5,000 miles and an eight hour time difference. And yeah, it it actually does get easier. So I would say that that is a little tip that I have <laughs> people. Anyway, that's my story. <laughs> what about you? Well, I don't know. I always... every time I have like a long distance relationship problem or like complaint I feel really bad saying it because like it's so little in comparison to what you (laughs) experience and I feel like such a baby but like basically my relationship is we met at uni and he lives in Paris and I live in London when we're not at uni and we go to uni in Bristol so So we met in first year and we were in the same hall. So basically lived in the same place as in my room was like 10 steps from his room. (laughs) Uh, Short distance relationship. Yeah, that was a pretty short distance (laughs) relationship. Um, But yeah, so we basically lived together off the bat kind of vibes as in we were always around each other. But then there was this whole thing of like, he lives in Paris, I live in London. So anytime that it wasn't term time, so any holidays, anything like that, 
he would go to Paris, I would go to London, and that's just like how it was. And it's never, it was never like huge periods of times of time or anything, because also in the summer, I mean, if you go to uni in the UK, you know we have like a four month long summer, so <laughs> like that would be a bit rough if I didn't see him for four months, like every at the end of every school year. But we see each other in summer, obviously, because we are dating. And we want to spend time with each other, <laughs> so we m- try to That's make that nice. happen. But like, the thing that I find hard is that we go from living together and spending every second together to not seeing each other for like a month time、mm. or three weeks time or a couple weeks time, which doesn't sound like that much, but it is. It's like so extreme because also because we do the norm. "Quote unquote" is to be together. Then when he does go away, it's not like we're not talking every day and like not. It's not we don't treat it as though we're in a long distance relationship. It's just more of like, oh, this is like his time and he's kind of getting on with his shit that he can't do when he's with me because it's in a different country. <laughs> and then yeah, because like that, that's his home as well. Yeah, and I do understand it, and I really like. I don't want to invade. On his space and stuff, and I wanna, I want him to enjoy that time and like be able to do everything that he wants to do and see all the people that he doesn't get to see, because I get to see him all the time. But then again, it's really shit for me because I go from like so much to nothing, or like so little,、yeah. uh, in this like quote unquote long distance period. But then also we talked about this whole long distance thing, and he thinks that Paris London is not a long distance relationship. So, <laughs> I mean, it is like the same distance from London to uni as it is from London to Paris. Like the same time, not distance. Yeah, I mean, I do. <laughs> I do agree. There's so many elements that I will never, as in, like we can easily see each other either way because it's not、mm. hard to get to Paris from London, and we don't have a time difference, like a huge time difference, so that doesn't affect us. So a lot of I would agree that like I'm not really in a long distance relationship at all. I just get those like bursts of long distance, so that's the only like stuff I can contribute really, <laughs> and I can like say stuff that helps、yeah. when we're not together. But like I wouldn't say I'm an expert. <laughs> but I would say that you are still in like a long distance relationship because I kind of would categorize anything that. Isn't living together or like living in the same city is long distance really, especially with people who go to uni. Like you're not really long distance, but you still can't see each other every day or even once a week. So I think that's kind of difficult. Yeah, like when you're apart. Yeah, that's kind of what I was saying. Like if it was if I was seeing him like every weekend, to me that's still like that's a bit weird. Like why wouldn't I see him? <laughs> You know what I mean. So, but to him, I think、yeah. he's like, "Oh no, if you're seeing each other that regularly, like whatever," you know. But so we obviously、yeah. differ. <laughs> Our opinions differ. Okay, yeah. So should we get into the cons of what we think the cons of a long distance relationship are first? Because we wanted to end on like a positive note, so、mm. we'll we'll say the cons first. And I feel like we'll probably be complaining for longer than. <laughs> Because、yeah. that's just kind of how it goes. We can say the cons, and then like as we go, we can give tips on how to make that、yeah. con better, quote unquote. Okay, so I feel like what you were saying is you do kind of go from all to nothing, or nothing to all. So I think when you are together, for me, like it's only been one time where we've been back together、mm. in this whole like year long period, but. 
for me having to readjust and this is kind of an exception but readjust to being with someone going from being like your own independent individual person and living your own life to then you have to think about this other person suddenly there all the time Mm. and it's just taking those big leaps and like I think I've said this before but I am very much an introvert and I need a lot of alone time so I feel like suddenly going from only having alone time to having none at all is a big adjustment for me (laughs) yeah and also I think in terms of the whole like big leap like sometimes there's like so much pressure like especially if you're only going to see each other for a couple days like not really in your situation but if it's that kind of long distance relationship that you do see each other every so often but only for a few days I feel like those days Mm. like there can be a lot of pressure to like spend it all all that time together so then like I see how like let's say when you're boyfriend goes on his phone and you only have a really limited amount of time and he won't get off his phone and you're like oh you know what I mean like I feel like that can create tension because there's so much pressure even though like there shouldn't really be but I feel like yeah with communication and just sort of setting like realistic expectations for yourself and for another person because you can't really like control what someone else is gonna do so I think that sort of working on that and like can help yeah for sure and I think I had to really do that this time when he came to visit because I was like, okay, I am just going to need some alone time because it's getting a bit intense, Mm. you know, like you're always there. You're always trying to get my attention. And can I just do this one thing without you interrupting (laughs) me every 30 seconds, please? Mm. You know, and you just have to be able to communicate that. But to turn into a pro, I do think... You just get really good at communicating when you're in a long distance relationship. And you have to, to be able to adapt to that kind of situation. So, yeah, it's a good way to work on your communication (laughs) skills. (laughs) Do you want to say another, another con? Well, you're not having sex and sort of keeping that side of the relationship... (laughs) sort of going requires a lot more effort than if they were just there and you could just have sex you know yeah that's definitely a con a massive con (laughs) um like you I think you just have to put in so much more effort and I think it can be a lot more draining because like I love sex I love having sex like I will never complain about having sex but won't you having to then transfer that I mean yeah true (laughs) But having to transfer that to... I mean, I could probably try find something to complain about if you want me to. <laughs> no, it's okay. Carry on, carry on. Yeah, yesterday I was thinking, sorry, this is a tangent, but I was literally thinking, wow, I could literally just argue anything if I want to. Like, I can just c- complain. I just find something to say if I want to. Like, I impress myself every single time, you know? <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> so yeah, I think having to transfer that to online is just so draining I don't find it I think it's really not authentic I find it really cringe (laughs) I just don't really like it not cringe but like it just doesn't feel natural to me and I feel like transferring it online is like a lot of I don't know why I'm saying transfer online like it's like you yeah (laughs) but (laughs) I don't know just 
having to sext if that's something that you do or send nudes if that's something that you do and if you if those aren't things that you do then I don't know what you do like what do you do you just trust that you love each other a lot and I guess it kind of depends how big a part of sex is in your relationship when you're in person as well Mm. but for me and like my relationship like it's kind of a big issue I think yeah well, not issue, but it's just kind of sad. Yeah, I feel like for me, it would be huge. Because as in, if I was doing, if we weren't seeing each other for prolonged periods of time, because to me, sex is like so fundamental in a in a relationship. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like it's so difficult because like, I know you don't like taking and sending nudes. I do. And like, that's yeah. kind of the angle I would take because I just for the, like, I just could, I don't, well, I've never done it. I've never done phone sex. I've never done FaceTime sex. And like the thought of doing it makes me feel slightly sick because it's so scary. <laughs> I think to me, it's so much scarier. And in a lot of ways, you're a lot more vulnerable than if you're just having sex, like in person. Yeah. Because I don't know I think it's a lot scarier and you kind of have to put yourself out there a lot and it's not like you're having like immediate response in you are because you're on FaceTime but you can't like read the vibe (laughs) I don't know and like yeah like when you're having sex you can like feel affirmation in like how someone's acting and you can literally just physically feel Mm -hmm. them whereas the medium of a phone is very impersonal (laughs) and just kind of you're just looking at a screen yeah you know Uh uh-huh what is that but what does that mean do do you have any tips on making that easier or like things that you found that you've liked or that have helped you or that you respond well to uh i think just not overthinking it is a big (laughs) one like you just have to like if you want to keep that side of your relationship alive that is kind of your only alternative and I think it's important to keep it alive not even if you don't actively want to do it because I think it just adds more excitement to your relationship and like not saying that this is something that I'm worried about but in the seven months where I wasn't having sex with my boyfriend, like, <laughs> I was kind of like, well, what if he just decides he's not attracted to me and, like, he sees all these other girls all the time and he oh, wants no. to fuck them instead, you know? Oh, I feel like, like oh my god, I'd never thought of I that, know that of that's, that's not even, like, a realistic thing. Like, I don't, because I, tr- I have so much trust in him and that's why I'm in a long-distance relationship. I know that he wouldn't cheat on me I mean I know people whose boyfriends cheat on them say that too but like I just know like I'm a very intuitive person and I think I would know straight away if that had happened but it's more just putting it at ease in my own mind by being like well I'm actively doing something to like prevent this becoming an anxiety in my own mind you know so Mm. like I want to keep it alive and I want it to be like he like is thinking about me and thinks that I'm attractive even when he's not seeing me you know like Mm -hmm. I don't want him to forget that I exist (laughs) in either a sexual way or like a girlfriend kind of way (laughs) it's just putting in that extra effort even though it can be really draining and I think if you are in a place like in COVID as well sorry I feel like I'm talking so much but like in COVID as well like I was really like not having a good time in terms of I could like obviously no one could go out but I was just not feeling like my sexiest I wasn't feeling Mm. 
in the mood for that kind of thing and I think if one person is really not feeling it then you also have to be able to communicate that and be like look right now it's just not a good time and I'm just not in the mood and I know a lot of couples that actually live together also felt this as well like they just weren't feeling in the mood for sex I think you just have to be able to talk about it yeah but I think you get good at that I think that also if you're kind of like me and you don't really you're a bit embarrassed to do like FaceTime sex or phone sex or things like that but you're still open to some kind of like sexting in some way or like sending photos or whatever you can talk to your boyfriend or your girlfriend or whatever and I'm sure you can come to some kind of middle where you're both comfortable and you're still sort of like like honey said like you're able to sort of like be reassured Mm. that your significant other still finds you attractive or like and you can get sort of something from them as well (laughs) I think that is also kind of a con is like if you have different love languages then that can kind of be difficult and I wouldn't recommend being in a long distance relationship if you go into it kind of knowing that you have different love languages because like I do think that me and my boyfriend actually do have different love languages so I'm kind of just chatting shit but (laughs) (laughs) like I think he needs a lot more like physical touch and I I do really like physical touch and like affection but I think quality time is my main love language so I think that kind of makes it easier for me if he's putting in the time to like talk to me and like actually Mm. have a good conversation with me whereas maybe with him it's not as easy it's like because he can't receive that in the same way so then I have to make up for like that affection in other ways too yeah well I feel like if talking and understanding each other a little more like what you actually need would be a huge help because I feel like you can feel like you're giving them a lot of attention and like you're doing everything right but it's not really the like what they respond to yeah and I think also like in a sexual way as well for like doing it in a long distance like online kind of way you should talk about like what will kind of like what you will respond to and not sort of be like imposing things yeah and kind of thinking Um, like oh this is what I would want so this is what I'm gonna do to them because I feel like mm. that's more for your own peace of mind and knowing oh I'm doing something rather than actually doing it for the other person and I think that's also a problem in in in-person relationships but especially in long distance relationships (laughs) (laughs) yeah um I was gonna say a problem I have is I feel like it's really hard if the only medium you have of talking to them is through a screen you know like it kind of just reduces them to this image rather than seeing them as all these having all these different layers which you would see in person and I think that also kind of comes with how you talk like how often you talk and all of those kinds Mm -hmm. of things but seeing them through a screen is kind of difficult to put those two things together you know I find like when my boyfriend's in Paris and when I haven't seen him for a while I just I start to feel like he's not real and like that sounds like I'm absolutely insane and like I am mentally (laughs) ill but like um like I it start to feel like he is like I made it up and like he's not a real person that's out there in the world 
And like, yeah, yeah, it's no, just I this, completely get what you mean. Yeah, and I think that also happens because sometimes your lives can be so separate. And yeah. since you're not like interlinked in that, like you don't know the people. Like, do you know what I mean? I don't know. It can make it a lot more difficult. Because you are just talking to them through a screen. So it's not like you're seeing their whole lives or like witnessing their whole lives. Like you're Mm. literally just seeing these snippets. So then understanding what else is going on in their life. And maybe if they're in a bad mood, you don't really understand it as much because you haven't experienced it with them in the way that you would when you're in person. I think Mm. that means that things get lost in translation a lot and you just kind of don't really think about like I feel like when you're in person in a relationship you really are in the mindset of like okay everything that I do is kind of well at least if you're a good boyfriend or girlfriend or whatever like if you're a good partner this is how you think like things that I do are gonna affect my partner like that's just how Mm -hmm. it is I'm in a relationship that's what a relationship is it's like two individuals coming together so things that I do will naturally have an impact Whereas I don't think it's necessarily the same because they're not there. They're not a physical presence to remind you of that. It's, yeah, again, the screen thing. Yeah, I think it's yeah, so for reductive. sure. I think also I just thought of something that I think helps me in this whole, like, your lives are so separate. I think that's why I just, like, really want to get to know that side that I don't get to witness, like, in person. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So I feel more involved. I really like overcompensate because I want to feel involved and I don't want to feel left out. <laughs> but then I kind of internalize it in my own mind of like, am I being like a psycho? Like, being <laughs> yeah. a psycho. But it's because I've never met any of his friends and I'm like, who is this person? Like, you've literally never told me about them. Why have I never heard about them till now, you know? So I think it gets kind of difficult. Like hearing that they're spending all this time with all these random people that you've never heard of because in your mind you're like, oh, I've never heard of these people. Why are you spending time with them? But you forget that they had a life before you and they had all (laughs) these other people in their life that you would never have heard of if you haven't met them because you don't exist in the same like sphere as they do or the same sphere that they've grown up in. And I think that Mm. can be kind of difficult and I I kind of felt for my boyfriend as well when he came here because it kind of must be must have been really difficult to have to come into like this completely alien environment and like meet my family and meet all my friends Mm. and I'm gonna have to do that too when I can actually (laughs) travel to America and I'm kind of shredding it because I'm like oh fuck yeah how am I gonna deal with that but also I think it comes down to the kind of person you are because I think that all of these things are like yeah it can be seen as a con but also if you're one if you're a really independent person and you sort of enjoy this sort of like compartmentalization of your relationship and your friendships and all Mm -hmm. of these things then I feel like it could work really well for you and I think if you're both that kind of person it could work really well because I think my boyfriend is kind of like that like I don't think he cares so much about these kinds of things like I don't think he finds it that difficult yeah and I do so then it's really hard to meet somewhere in the middle that isn't like making someone a little bit a little bit miserable do you know what I mean yeah Um, so I think it is about the kind of people you are and sort of how you interact together and like sort of how you prioritize things and I think that's a conversation that you need to have because I think that long distance relationships can definitely work and can definitely be really great and I think would really suit some kinds of people I just don't think that it would suit me (laughs) yeah and I think like that is a big thing that I've been really thinking about recently because 
I think for me when I came back to the UK and when he came to the UK like both scenarios I had to kind of readjust and I think I was really deeping the fact that I wasn't really quickly adjusting to all these things like oh I really miss him and oh I don't understand his life because I'm not involved and oh Mm. everything seems really intense now that he's here because now I have no alone time but I kind of didn't really just let myself feel those things like I just overwhelmed myself with all these feelings and I think that is kind of difficult for other people who aren't in long distance relationships to understand like yeah why it kind of seemed like it was really negative at first because it was just such an extreme change for Mm -hmm. me but looking back on it I'm kind of like oh well I do think it was just me readjusting and I have a more positive outlook on it now I think and I think you just have to allow yourself to feel those things in a long distance relationship but then also not immediately voice those things because (laughs) that's just a recipe for arguments so (laughs) (laughs) wouldn't recommend like just let yourself feel it and recognize those feelings before you kind of jump to the conclusion that everything's going wrong and like I wasted my time you know (laughs) (laughs) yeah do you have any other cons or should we um try to Uh, list some pros the last thing I was just gonna say is like it can be really expensive oh yeah (laughs) (laughs) like depending how often you travel how far you have to travel I mean I know flights from the UK to America are extortionate but and my boyfriend is really finding that (laughs) out now (laughs) not that pleased about it but (laughs) yeah I would say that is a big problem so maybe long distance relationships aren't really that accessible to everyone and to everyone who can't afford to visit their significant other like often and you have to deal with that like I feel for you so much because now I've dealt with that and I really don't ever want to have to do that again so (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah also like so much time like imagine you live so far away all those flights you know <laughs> yeah so um, much another time. thing for time actually honey i wanted to ask if you can sort of talk about time difference and like how mm. it whether that's like super shit or like whether there's any benefits to it and like how you go around like making it better or whatever yeah okay well I'll start with the benefits like the one benefit I can really think of is it kind of does mean that I do have my like alone time and like I have my independence in the times of the day where like he's asleep which is kind of <laughs> sad like I'd want to be able to talk to him but it means like I can kind of get my day started without like having to think about calling and like we kind of have a routine mm-hmm. in place for when we call so I feel like that is a good tip to have oh yeah can you, so you give some advice oh yeah, yeah. Times. Mm. like just don't set time don't like wait for someone to call you like kind of say when you're going to be free like the times that I get annoyed about it is if he doesn't tell me like he can't talk at the time that we usually talk or he doesn't tell me oh I'm not going to be free at this point so can we call earlier you know like I just need that communication so then I'm not like waiting around all day Mm -hmm. to talk to him and like waiting up hours and hours at night before I can talk to him you know yeah 100% I I would say um how I 
sort of do this is like before I know we're going to be apart I like like to have a conversation about how much communication we're going to expect from each other because Mm. I feel like if you don't talk about it at all one person could be like oh I want to talk every day on the phone all day and then the other person is more thinking like oh I'll call you every few days and then that can cause a lot of like arguments and disappointment and like shit so I think if you just talk about it before you sort of yeah, for sure. meet in the middle like let's say one person's like I want to call twice a day every day and then the other's like oh I don't know about that like I'm busy blah 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 and just be like okay fine should we just aim to talk every other day it doesn't matter if we can't text if we can't like I don't know set like those boundaries of like what lines can be crossed as in like can yeah. you just miss a call and then like do you know what I mean like just set those boundaries and like quote-unquote rules but it's not really rules it's just like what you expect from the other person yeah. while in terms of talking and like how much you're gonna talk anyway but carry on yeah because <laughs> I think like at the start me and my boyfriend we really we both said we kind of want to talk every day and we both were agreeing on that side of things but then obviously as time goes on you kind of realize oh we both have our own lives we have a lot going on so then there are just some days where you can't talk you know mm. and I feel like not getting super annoyed about that is also important like you just kind of have to realize it's not something that has to happen every day it's nice to have that but you know if it doesn't happen it's not the end of the world Mm -hmm. but I think that's a good segue (laughs) in that a very positive thing about long distance relationships is that you really learn to value the other person's time and individuality and independence and you value the time that you spend with them that you actually get to spend with them in person Mm -hmm. a lot more like I think there's a value in not seeing someone all the time and like missing Uh them yeah for sure I think you sort of learn in missing someone you kind of like learn how much you actually care about them and like how much you actually just like spending time with them and yeah all of those things you learn a lot about yourself and Mm -hmm. about the other person too like it is more just two individuals coming together rather than this petri dish for codependence to breed (laughs) you know what I mean (laughs) yeah I think for me it's good to have like these uh times apart and like now that we're not going to live together so it's not like even going to be that huge stark difference every time we're not Mm. in each other's space anymore like it's really good for people that have like codependency tendencies (laughs) yeah which is me so (laughs) it helps me yeah and I think you get to know them in a different way too. Like you, you don't just know them as they are every day. Like you kind of get used to how someone is in their day-to-day life. You kind of get to know what they're like over the phone. You know how good they are at verbal communication outside of non-verbal communication face-to-face. I think you learn to have good conversations over the phone. And then Mm -hmm. you can transfer that to in-person as well. Like, it's not just that lust and, like, physical affection. You kind of have to make up for it in other ways. I also think that it makes you better at having friends. And, like, (laughs) as in it makes you better at offloading your problems to other people and, like, kind of dispersing your time and managing your time um, with other people and and, and not just, like, having that one person that you on on uh, offload everything onto yeah you really like realize how many people you have around you and then that kind of just 
enriches everything about the relationship as well mm. that you kind of get to introduce your significant other to all these other people too when they come and it's kind of all these really authentic relationships like coming together yeah i have a question uh, do you have any advice for like people that have issues with trust because i feel like we don't really have trust issues but yeah. what if you are like put in a situation where you have to be long distance and you are a little bit more like weary <sighs> with trust and you're jealous i would and- really warn against getting into a long distance relationship if you know that you have issues with trust because um, I don't want for someone to get into a relationship and have all these unanswered questions in their mind about what the other person's life is like and what the other person is doing all the time because I feel like that just really aggravates it and even for someone who like has anxiety about certain things I can find that really difficult and I get all these like intrusive thoughts sometimes like Mm. oh he's cheating on me (laughs) but then I just have to like I'm like no he's not like that's just my mind playing games on me and I just have to push it out of the way but I think if you really do have issues with trusting someone firstly you should really look at why you're in that relationship in the first place and maybe don't put Mm. all that distance between you because I think it's only gonna make it worse yeah like not being involved in their life even if it's in the slightest ways like you don't know what they're doing at certain times of the day or like they don't reply to you at a time that they would usually reply to you like I think that can just really cause a lot of problems and it's not pleasant for either person it's not pleasant to argue over the phone it's just not it gets way out of hand like way further out of hand than it should have to and needs to so Mm. yeah I think know yourself and know what be realistic about what you can handle and sometimes love just isn't enough and that doesn't mean that you did that like that love wasn't real and that you don't love that person a lot but sometimes it just isn't enough and if it's really making you kind of miserable then sometimes I think you have to understand that you have to let it go and obviously it's so much easier said than done and I'm haven't been in that position but um I give you all strength to let it go guys (laughs) yeah and trust is like trust isn't just something extra that's added to the relationship it's an integral part of making a relationship Mm. work so you Mm -hmm. kind of need to work on that before you can then put distance between you yeah I would say um any more positives oh you have really good sex when you see them oh yeah like that sex is on another level (laughs) (laughs) yeah (laughs) i mean to be honest like is it really even that much of a pro because it's just kind of like balancing the fact that you haven't had sex for months yeah true (laughs) but it's still good it's still just so good yeah true the best sex is like when when we haven't seen each other in a while and then we literally just have sex like all day it's so fun yeah and the last thing that i wanted to say is that like i feel like when you've been in a long distance relationship you really feel like you can just get through anything like Mm. you can solve that shit over the phone (laughs) you will get there eventually you can solve whatever you want so anything that happens in person like you can get through it baby you're invincible baby yeah you're good (laughs) to go you're bonded in a really different way i think like it's just Mm. a weird 
way it's a different way but it doesn't make any less valuable and I think to all the people who said no in the poll like yeah obviously I completely get you I never would have thought I would be in a long distance relationship but if the situation arises where you kind of have to be in one don't completely write it off because I think you can make it work and you it's kind of rewarding as well to like know that you can do it and you know like you can get through stuff by yourself and you can help someone get through it in a relationship over the phone or like however you get through it in a long distance relationship so mm-hmm. I think it's 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 cute and everyone in one like I feel you baby I really feel for you <laughs> it's so difficult sometimes but you know we, like there are also very good moments too so just like any normal relationship yes well, to anyone in a long distance relationship, I wish you the best of luck. And I'm really excited for you guys to see each other. <laughs> yes, me too. I really hope that you guys listen to this and maybe think a little bit differently about long distance relationships or you're in a long distance relationship already and you listen to this and you're like, oh, thank God it's not just me. Like, I feel so seen and yeah you just feel like oh it's not just me and you're happy that we feel the same so yeah but as always thank you for listening we hope we will see you next week you can follow us on instagram in the meantime we post illustrations for every episode on instagram and we also post all the information for our segments a little bit of behind the scenes a little bit of teasing for the next episode everything you could possibly want or you can follow our facebook page you can email us sextraspodcast at gmail.com and please please subscribe leave us a review, let us know what you think, you can also DM us or email us if you have any feedback or things that you want to see, and yeah, we will see you next Tuesday. Bye! listening to Sextras, presented by Honey Jane Wyatt and Maria Jose Hayodatiyi, produced by Mabel Productions.